0: Hey everybody and welcome to Mind on Hiatus episode 11. I'm Nadia. And I'm Sev. And what are we talking about today, Sev?
1: So today we're going to be talking about sleep. We thought we'd kind of switch up the topic a little bit. Sleep is something that everyone does, hopefully. (laughs) and But sometimes mental health can kind of take a toll on your sleep. I know we've kind of experienced that, not just in sleep quality and sleeping hours, but also Literally what happens in your sleep, like in your dreams and stuff. This actually started because me and Nadia were talking about some weird dreams that we were having. And sometimes the dreams you have kind of relate to your mental state and what's happening in your life. So we just thought it'd be really a fun episode to kind of just chat about them. And I don't know, you'll get to hear some of our crazy, crazy dreams so stay tuned. we will get
0: to hear some of our crazy dreams and like weird dreams I found on the internet that I thought were kind of peculiar and also some facts about dreams and sleep Ooh. and all that good stuff. We just thought we're gonna kind of take a, a more relaxed episode literally and figuratively you know what I mean Seb? Haha. <laughs> anyway <laughs> let's get into that. Up, let's start by talking about, hmm, about are sleep habits related to mental health? Because honestly, (laughs) I feel like this is just a topic that like we think is like kind of weird or whatever, and you might too. But we think it's kind of interesting to go into like something that's so important and that we all are supposed to do for like a significant amount of time in a day. But then there's these things that happen in your life that prevent that like, really essential thing from happening and then it like throws your whole health life and like emotional health for a loop so I just Mm -hmm. feel like talking about it is important because I don't think it's like majorly discussed how much people go through in terms of lack of sleep due to mental health so do you want to start us off Sev?
1: Yeah it's kind of like a weird cycle where your mental health affects your sleep but your sleep affects your mental health so it's like where mm-hmm. do I start to improve this and personally I mean anyone who's talked to me for more than like a week probably knows this but I sleep in shifts <laughs> I yes. can't stay asleep for more than two hours at a time
0: please explain <laughs> them that whole please explain to them that whole scenario because it's very um, peculiar from what you'd expect
1: so okay let's say i go to bed at like one and then i will wake up at three and then i'll mm-hmm. be up for like 30 minutes and i'll go back to sleep and then i will be up again at six and then i will be up again at nine i just can't stay asleep even if i'm tired like i'll wake up at three and i'll be like tired as shit but i'll still yes. be awake and i'm just like
0: what <laughs> like okay because like Seven at seven I had this revelation not too long ago where I was talking to her about how she does like shift sleeping. And then like not long after we were talking about that, I think I saw like some video, I'm not sure if it was like TikTok or somewhere else, that was explaining that actually human beings are supposed to sleep in shifts, but because of the nine to five type of work day, um five days a week plus um people can't sleep the way we were like originally intended to apparently. But don't quote me on that. But I was like astounded cuz Sev was talking about that and then I read that like Sev is actually sleeping the way we're supposed to sleep and that just sent me like I laughed so hard cuz I thought it was like the weirdest thing. And of course Sev is sleeping how like <laughs> they did in like the 1800s or something. Like it's
1: just So what you're saying so- is I'm ahead of my time ahead of your time
0: or are you like existing in the past
1: completely but it's like the future the future of humans we're gonna be sleeping like that so I'm just getting ready
0: I don't think it's ever gonna get better in terms of like the workday scenario I think it's only gonna get worse and we're only gonna have to keep sleeping in a way that suits capitalism you know what I mean
1: I like to think I'm just ahead of my time
0: Okay, okay. She can say that if she wants. I mean, I mean, you're doing it right, I suppose. But <laughs> I know, because like, sometimes don't she'll call be, us on that. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, please don't. But sometimes she'll like message me at like, four in the morning. And then like, also at seven. And I'm like, um, <laughs> hmm, kind of peculiar. Yeah.
1: Like, I was like, are you awake?
0: No, because at first I was like, oh, she just doesn't sleep. Like, she goes to bed at, like, 7 or whatever. Like, just doesn't sleep during the night, which a lot of people deal with. But you were, like, messaging me. Like, I, I started getting kind of sus about it because of, like, the weird <laughs> periods you were messaging me at. And that's when you explained that you, sh- like, you shift sleep in, like, three-hour periods. <laughs> I remember, so okay, I
1: remember very clearly one time you pulled an all-nighter. I don't remember what for. I feel like it was for, like, class enrollment or whatever, but you pulled an all-nighter. Yes. And then I went to, or, like, we were awake at, like, 2 a.m., and then I decided to go to bed, and I woke up, and you were still awake. And <laughs> I just, like, I just had, like, a nice, like, two-hour nap in between. Yes.
0: It was a weird scenario. That's so, your vice is this, like, or not vice, You it, it works for you, but... Your sleep scenario is the shift sleeping, and mine is like occasionally all-nighters and just not being able to go to bed until 3, 4 in the morning, most scenarios, which Sev roasts me for, but then she shifts sleep. So how is this okay? How's this I slander- roast you? You roast me. I messaged you at 4 a.m., and you're like, why the fuck are you not sleeping? What's going
1: on? because I have faith in you to be better.
0: (laughs) But I'm not. (laughs) I'm not better. That's the thing. And it's like, okay, we'll get real for a second, because we're supposed to be on the trajectory of this episode talking about mental health related to sleep. So I'm going to get back on that. But um, honestly, that's because I have a really like, bad relationship with sleep. But I've noticed that it's been getting so much better because of medication. It's just because your thoughts are quieter if you're like actually Mm. coping and doing well. And when you're not, it's like so bad. Your, your brain does not stop. So my brain would not stop and I would end up going to bed at like four, sometimes five on like days where I needed to be awake early and stuff like that. And it, it got really, really bad. And that directly correlates with like your energy levels too, which my energy levels were so low um, during the worst of it. Like I just like wouldn't get exercise. I wouldn't do much at all. So that's like the problem that happens when it's directly correlated with mental health is that you're, like i said, that cycle of sleep is the thing that's going to help give your brain clarity. But you can't even get it because your brain is so unclear (laughs) um (laughs) so that's what I was dealing with for a while but honestly it's there are solutions and such and medication was that solution for me in terms of getting a better night's sleep I tried like sleep apps I remember at the beginning of these episodes I recommended a sleep app Luna which I still really enjoy it's just those apps go like to an extent before you kind of get bored of them or it's not like it's not I couldn't get in the routine of it necessarily um Mm -hmm. people who can get in the routine of that like are you able to use your app consistently to the point where it helps you
1: um I used to then I started using like different methods but Mm -hmm. for a period um especially I would do kind of like the breathing meditations and I guess the breathing pattern was supposed to kind of like clear your mind and I guess it did because I would always fall asleep before it ended okay good I mean like I did find them helpful but it's also just like sometimes you just got to switch it up
0: yeah I think it is that I think I just get kind of like like I am a routine person I would say I just I don't know I feel like I'm a bit resistant (laughs) in general to things that are like supposed to like be sort of like things on my phone that are like supposed to be helping like my health and stuff I'm like I could just be scrolling on a social media app like as bad (laughs) as that sounds I like lose interest too easily when it's like on my phone I'm not talking about like um getting like medical help or anything like that I'm talking about these like apps you download just to see if they'll help you um they're fun and all it's just like you get distracted on your phone because if you're in this like sleep app and I put it on do not disturb or whatever even then I'm like what if someone messaged me so I like exit out of the (laughs) app that's the problem but I don't know I don't know if there's like I I guess I have to do more research to see if there's a more engaging one
1: but yeah I mean no I definitely see that like you're, it's just like an instinct too right to just swipe down and look at your notifications like even if yeah. you're if you know like you're in the zone you're not supposed to be doing this it's just like sometimes it's just like muscle memory you are like oh yes <laughs> got a notification yes I know it's true
0: um Yeah. So, I mean, we just wanted to preface about our situations, but also go into some things that like happen during weird, you know, or difficult mental health stints and how that affects your dreams, because dreams are such a weird thing to talk about. But like, I want to talk about them. I feel like it's a cool subject um, Mm -hmm. to bring up. And like, can I share a really, really weird dream I had the
1: other day? Oh, is it the one I think? You, <laughs> is it the one I think you're going to talk about? Wait, no. What? What did uh, I tell you? The one I was in. Oh,
0: what was that again? Wait. <laughs> what? Literally, remember? why do I forget them so easily? What was that dream?
1: We were like starting a business, and then Drake was there. Oh then...
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 I actually do have to explain this one. So. So the dream was that okay, I was in. So, Seb, you and I were in my like mall, my local mall, oh. <laughs> just in the hallway, and all of a sudden it like pans to seven she's holding this like cube, like this like sort of glowing like ice cube, but it's like how big was it like it's just like holding a small box in your hand, okay, and it was made of ice, and then I realized so uh, suddenly, my brain just knew that like <laughs> we had started a miniature ice hotel. <laughs> but we found out how to shrink human beings down to, like, the size of a penny and then put them, let them stay in this ice hotel in this small cube that we can carry around. It's portable. Not sure why it was an ice hotel. Like, I have absolutely no idea. But Seven and I decided we're going to set up an ice hotel. We're going to shrink people down. They can stay there. We can carry them wherever. And that was our genius business idea. And... <laughs> Then it, like, panned to, like, us (laughs) – at this like regular suburban household, like partying with Drake. And I'm like, is this because of our ice hotel success that we got invited to like Drake's house party?
1: He but we got it. like
0: ushered in, and then all of a sudden it, it it was like me and you were like in this like dancing circle and he was like right next to <laughs> us, just like bopping his head to like one of his songs, and I can't remember which one it was, but no. it was playing. And we were just in, it was, like, a very, like, regular house. Like, it was not Drake's, like, Mississauga friggin' condo. It was, like, this, <laughs> just as regular. it was not the ice hotel. <laughs> and it was not even the ice hotel. And I'm like, do we shrink ourselves down? Like, who's, do we have staff who's working in the hotel? I'm, like, confused. So, I don't know why we were in the mall, for one. I don't know why we had an ice, miniature ice hotel. And I don't know how we ended up with Drake. So, dreams
1: are so weird
0: <laughs> like how did that come together in
1: my head so essentially we kidnapped those people
0: yeah because I'm like are they voluntarily like giving <laughs> themselves the to hotel? science to be shrunk down and like go to this ice hotel I'm like the hotel can't be that good <laughs> and why are we I in mean... the mall what are we doing we weren't even shopping
1: I also like how it just like, everything you described, you're like, it pans over to Sev. It pans over. It's like it's like yeah. a movie. It's not it like from like a movie. your perspective.
0: Yeah, that's that's how great our life was in this. It was a movie, Sev.
1: We were, like, <laughs>
0: rich, famous, and hanging out with Drake. I don't think you guys understand. Um, Okay, that's but so that was perfect. one that Sev was in. And then also, Sev reminded me that I once had a dream where her and I... Um, we're in counts like double counseling with Mark Ruffalo was our therapist (laughs) and I just remember that there was this like wait it was an egg
1: smell right it was rotten egg smell
0: rotten egg smell in the office where we were doing therapy with him like it was so rancid and the whole time I was just sitting there like where is this coming from Sev do you smell that rancid egg smell And it was Mark Ruffalo's our therapist, and wasn't he mean to us?
1: I think he was. And then we were like, is he trying to give us gas poisoning?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Sev was like, were we getting poisoned by Mark Ruffalo, our therapist, (laughs) in this dream? Also, why is Sev in the most chaotic situations with me in my head? Like, what is this?
1: And why are we in joint therapy?
0: (laughs) We're in joint therapy and a business partnership like in my dream.
1: <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> so I don't know why we
0: would be in joint therapy together. That's so weird. <laughs> I can't. That would be so bad. Um, But yeah, so those are have been my dreams involving Sev. But okay, I guess, okay, I had a really weird like emotional day the other day kind of a day with a lot of anxiety not gonna lie and then my dream that night was like this horrific nightmare it was like okay it's not gonna sound horrific but like okay i was in toronto but it was very very dark and gloomy and just very like dystopian if i were to describe it like it felt like a, an apocalypse of some sort happened and it was very just like dark and unsettling. And I just knew I was trying to get from somewhere deep in the city to Union Station, which is like every day when we're at school. So I guess my brain pieced that together. But um, so that was like what was happening. However, for some reason, I just didn't know my way around, which wasn't accurate. So I was like confused. My brain or my dream self was, like, really confused why I couldn't get to Union Station. And then I ended up in this really gloomy gray field. And these two, like, small Russian children that were very (laughs) alien-like, like, kind of ushered me towards this, like, (laughs) building. And then... And then they kind of, like, disappeared into these, like, black and gray orbs and just, like, left me. Oh, no. And then all of a sudden I was standing on this, like, curb and looking at this building. And then some weird guy on, like, a skateboard who, like, to me felt like a clown. But he didn't look like a clown. Like, this is how weird dreams are. But he didn't look like a clown, but his essence was a clown to me. That's the way I can describe it. And so he just like whizzed by me. and then I was like, okay, So then I walk towards this like field further and go into this building. And it's like, how do I describe it? Every room is like this very weird liminal space. So I know Ooh. that 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 my brain was getting affected by something I looked on. I looked at at Twitter. The night before, or the night I had this stream, I was scrolling on, like, a liminal space Twitter page that was just posting weird, creepy, like, liminal space pictures. And if you guys don't know what liminal spaces are, they're, like, this, like, kind of space in the world that gives you, like, weird, creepy, uncanny vibes. So, like, let's say, like, a, a gas station at night that's, like, abandoned and no one's there. Or, like, an abandoned mall. You know that, like, weird, creepy vibe of that stuff. Mm-hmm. are you familiar
1: yes yes yeah so
0: <laughs> okay so this whole building was like rooms that were liminal spaces basically and it was very much like an abandoned mall but with like structures and like cartoon like characters like all just like abandoned and I just had to run through these doors and then it turned into like an escape room to the point where like I had people in my ear being like you have to go this way you have to go that way and then there were like I know that there were monsters hidden among it but I never saw them so I just had to keep going and finally I got out and then I was just walking on a street in the town I live in
1: Um, and
0: and then that's pretty much all it was Oh, and it was okay. very scary. Like, I was very much, like,
1: um, terrified by it. So no, you literally preface this saying it doesn't sound horrific, but I feel like if I had that dream, I would shit my pants.
0: It was very scary, and it was very, like, cluttered in there. Like, it was overwhelmingly, like, liminal and and just creepy. I don't know how to explain it apart from that. And then one room looked, like, An abandoned hospital room. (laughs) I had to get through that that to get to the end. It was awful. I don't know why my brain made that. But I'm like, was it because I was having not a good mental health day? I wonder if that was the case. Because it kind of tends to happen that way.
1: Um, Yeah, I know. I feel like it's like when your brain is... The more stimulated your brain is during the day, the kind of intense... The more intense your dreams become it's like especially if you had a lot of like not necessarily negative things happen during the day but like you weren't in the best of moods and then especially you said you like saw something on Twitter right before you went to bed yeah and like I've had so many dreams where it's like I'm scrolling I'm scrolling I'm I see something right before I go to bed and I have a dream about that thing and it's just exactly. like exactly I don't know I feel like there's definitely some correlation I mean I'm no scientist but I know there's some correlation there
0: has to be a correlation and okay speaking of that do you have any you'd like to
1: share? Um. Well, I found that. Well, this isn't this isn't as interesting as <laughs> Nadia's dreams. But <laughs> I found that like um when I started recovery for my eating disorder, I started having dreams about like the program I was in. Like I would dream about being late to open the Zoom call, or like <laughs> my dietitian oh. being like, "Why did you do that?" And I'm like, "Why am I having these dreams?" And I found that it was very similar to when. I was in school and I would sort of have dreams about like worst case scenario things in school. Yeah, I just I feel like sometimes your dreams seem really like weird and random, but other times they're really just like a reflection of what you kind of worry about during the day.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, it's like, but why was I worrying about a liminal escape room?
1: (laughs) Maybe it's a metaphor (laughs) for your brain.
0: (laughs) My brain's so screwed up. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. But do you have any you can relate to, or like, have any specific examples of just weird ones you've had on, oh, bad mental wait, health sh- days, or or anything really?
1: Well, I feel like, um, okay, sh- wait, should I read my, <laughs> should I read my notes? Yes, read your notes. Okay, well, so back there was a period of time. I guess this was when I was like peak like mentally ill, <laughs> when <laughs> I would just have like. The Strangest Dreams. So I would start writing down like one sentence summary like in my notes every morning when I woke up and Mm -hmm. then when we talked about like um, we were talking about this episode being Sleep and Dreams, I like pulled up this note and I was like, what is happening? And this hasn't been updated since May 27th, 2020. So um, (laughs) this was like a hot second ago, but some of these make literally zero sense. Please read them okay some of them are normal like this one says traffic jam on the way to therapy lol so i think like i kind of remember that dream it was like i was on my way to therapy but there was such a big traffic jam that i was late and then i was panicking and i think like that day i had something that was kind of like like a deadline and anxiety inducing and then that kind of translated Mm. into my dream and i was like all right that's something that happened but then some of these just get really really like incoherent (laughs) Is the oh only way God. to put it. So <laughs> let me read some highlights. <laughs> Chocolate brownie plus Mexican McDonald's. Yeah, that That's one it.
0: throws me for a loop.
1: That's it. There's, <laughs> one called, there's one called The Math. Yep. That's it. For sure. Just The Math. Um, world is ending, lol, but I can't breathe, so I sneak out and go invisible, but I get caught by the person agrees to hide me until everything's over then i make my reappearance weeks later (laughs) what um
0: the world was ending you couldn't breathe and then you hid with someone
1: yeah i don't know there is this one dream that i wrote down and like i actually very vividly remember parts of this dream and it's elemental island destroying things And it's like, okay, imagine that scene, or not that scene, in Spider-Man Far From Home, when Mm -hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal is, like, making all the little drones and has those, like, water monsters just destroying shit. It it was exactly like that, except I was, like, holding onto this lamppost for dear life, and that's the one dream I do very coherently remember. But that's, okay, wait, let me me find some other... (laughs) Oh, there's one. Okay, I have this friend, I'm not going to say her name, but basically, the sentence is, my friend murdered Ellen the Generous... (laughs) (laughs) that's all it says too i think this was when like ellen was like peak getting dropped (laughs) like this definitely has because like i would not be dreaming about ellen the generous like no (laughs) in any other scenario so this had to be it definitely not yeah um here wait let me let me read one more oh this okay this this is the very last entry in this note and it makes zero sense so at an airport, question mark, question mark, question mark. Had to eat, but I didn't like it. Then I dissed Lana Del Rey and almost got choked.
0: Okay, so I need to know about that one. So, dissed <laughs> Lana Del Rey and almost got choked. Was Lana the one choking you, potentially?
1: I don't remember if it was Lana or if it was, like, her stan.
0: Her stands just come out of nowhere and
1: choke you to <laughs> the death. The crawl over the woodworks. Like, I don't know. I'm oh. so confused. And why was I at an airport? Yeah, why were you? Oh, it's that whole weird
0: liminal space thing. I feel like airports fit into that. They scare the shit out of me. That whole, like,
1: oh, I don't know. No, but here's the thing. This airport was full. I do remember oh. one thing about that dream. And this airport was like, it was like a regular airport. So it's like I was going somewhere.
0: You know why? Maybe then, it's a place that pr- produces anxious feelings.
1: But I love the airport.
0: Oh, you do? It stresses lo- but me It out. does cause me
1: anxiety. No, it does. It does stress me out. But I do love the airport. I have a love-hate relationship with the airport.
0: Got it. Got it.
1: But why was Lana? <laughs> like, who was choking me?
0: I know. That's the one thing I have to know. Did you, like, wake up right after that and you didn't find out? Yeah. Like, oh. I do not
1: remember who choked me.
0: That's the worst. Like where, where it stops right when you need to know something.
1: Probably. Or I feel like it wasn't Lana because it was probably someone so insignificant that I was just like, I don't remember you.
0: <laughs> you just filled just in the gap with Lana Del Rey. I
1: think, no, I, I know it was something related to Lana because I, okay. I apparently I dissed her. Right. So it had to be something related to Lana. I feel like it was a Lana stan choking me in the why is it
0: why do you have all these like problematic people in your dreams I
1: know I know
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's like Lana Del Rey and Ellen
1: I'll also okay I'll also have like I don't know if you have this I will have weird combination of people I know like actual people I know in my life in my dreams Uh like I'll have um combinations of like my uni friends and my high school friends and those like in situations that like they would never interact in in oh, real life it's like weird but it's like they're it, together in my dreams and I'm like you don't know each other and I feel like I also I've kind of I don't know I've been thinking about this a lot I, I often have dreams about people who like I haven't talked to in a while and uh-huh. when I was talking to my friend about this she was like oh maybe it's like um You just haven't had the closure with those people that you needed or that you wanted. That's why you're still having dreams about them. But it's like, it's so annoying when I have like dreams about people who I haven't (laughs) talked to in like four years. That is,
0: that's a little like unnerving. It's like, it's like, it's almost like, should I talk to this person again? Or like, what does this mean? But why do Mm -hmm. dreams play us like that? It's like, I don't want to be emotionally cigarred when I wake up at the crack of dawn. Like, why would I? (laughs) Like, why? Why do we have to deal with that? We deal with enough shit in our lives on a daily basis.
1: Like, don't remind me of my failed communication skills.
0: (laughs) I know. Oh, my God. It's like, don't remind me of my mental illness either. Like, I don't need this, like, weird, like. Liminal space escape room. I keep bringing that up. I'm just so traumatized by it. <laughs> but honestly, no, I, that I don't that know. literally sounds horrific. Yeah, no, it really, it really, really was. And there's like, I don't know, dreams or do you have any more?
1: Um. Okay. Wait. Let me. I do have one dream that just says Seth Rogen and my eating disorder. And oh, <laughs> I don't know the God. context. I don't remember. Was he my therapist? Did I tell him about it? Did he find out? Like, I just. <laughs> he just he um, was there i don't i have honestly i don't even remember what seth rogan looks like half the time <laughs> so it's like i don't know why he was in my dream
0: <laughs> i can't that's such a random person why does your brain just like fill in such random ass people
1: exactly and it's like people like don't even think about like on a daily basis
0: i don't think about drake <laughs> but you and him were just vibing together it's like what you said about like people in your life coming together but for me it was you and drake in my dream <laughs> what is that
1: okay here, um wait. i'll i'll <sighs> yeah. i'll leave i'll leave off with this last this isn't the well, i mean this isn't the last entry on my dream but i'll I'll leave off with this last one i think is pretty good okay. this green shit then these two people in my shower possessed and i had to press on this phone until they snapped out of it hold on say that from the top i don't think i was able to process that (laughs) sorry yeah keep in mind half the time when i write these it's like 3 a.m so that's why these don't make any sense um right this green shit which i'm assuming is like some green goop like in my shower okay then these two people in my shower possessed and i had to press on this phone until they snapped out of it press on this phone yes don't know which phone. Don't know what this what? phone is referring to. Oh, the to. possession. The, because they're possessed, and but now I'm like, is the green goop possessing them? You were saying well, my why my dream shower? is
0: scary, sev That's that's horrific.
1: <laughs> but Wait. I did find it sca- See, here's the thing: I get scared of everything really easily. But none mm-hmm. of these have been like nightmares because I I would know if they were nightmares.
0: Oh, so, so it I'm didn't just, like freak you out.
1: It didn't freak me out, but they were definitely possessed. So I'm like uh why are you in my shower?
0: <laughs> Do you know what they looked like? Were they people you knew?
1: No, I don't remember anything.
0: That one is very perplexing.
1: <laughs> I mean it's... a lot of these are very perplexing, but Yeah. I'm glad And you... then there's a lot of these I can't read. There's <laughs> a lot of you like can't read. <laughs> but that's fine. No, but I'm
0: glad you like keep notes like that. Like this has inspired me to keep notes of my dreams because I very rarely remember them. So it's like the ones I do remember, I feel like I should write down because they're so weird.
1: It's just like, I don't, I don't know. It's, I feel like, um, reading back these dreams, I'm just like, what is going on in my fucking head? That is just, mm-hmm. oh, wait, okay. I do have this one dream that I had when I was a kid. I wasn't even a kid. It was, um, what was, I was probably like 10. And I remember this dream so, so freaking distinctly. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> I don't I'm embarrassed to say it. No, please say
0: it. You have to now.
1: Did you ever watch Sunny with a Chance?
0: Sunny with a Chance. Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, um, I like walked into this attic. It was like an. It wasn't like a creepy attic. It was like a nice attic. Like there were a lot of people there, and we're having like nice little tea time. And I see, but not like not like Demi Lovato. I see Sunny from Sunny with a Chance and Chad Dylan Cooper. (laughs) And they kiss. And I'm like, oh, my God. I just witnessed their relationship. Like, is this a secret? Like, I'm not supposed to know. And then, like, a season later, they actually got together on the show. And I was like, I'm a, I'm a prophet. Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember that dream so clearly. Because I remember walking up into that little tea party area and then seeing them kiss. And I was like, I feel like I shouldn't have seen that.
0: And then it happened on the show?
1: And then it like happened after? on the show. They got That's together on weird. the show. That's weird. Oh, oh I remember. I, like, you know, there's some dreams where you just, you remember the angles, you remember the image, you remember, like, everything about it. That's, yes. like, a dream. And I had that dream a long time ago.
0: <laughs> Not a dream. You had a prophecy, Sev. <laughs> <laughs> How interesting. That's so weird uh, that it, like, came true.
1: Oh, Disney, now, they hacked my brain.
0: Can I share, because I was going to ask, have you ever, um... Uh, not sorry. Not what is it called? S- had sleep paralysis before?
1: Um. Okay. Here, I thought I didn't, but then one time I explained something to you, and you're like, "Sub, that's sleep paralysis." And I was oh, like, "Oh, you really? did? <laughs> yes, really you I did. Because you were like, um, I couldn't
0: move, but I was like conscious. I'm like, Sub, you had sleep paralysis, psycho? <laughs> like, what? I was just like, I don't think that I did that, <laughs> it, and but, I was um, like, it for sure is.
1: Yeah." But no, like, a common thing I would have a lot when I was, like, a kid or, like, even when I was a teenager was, like, I would wake up and I felt like there's this huge boulder, like, pressing down on me. And I couldn't breathe and I couldn't get up. But I was, like, awake. I was definitely awake. Because I could see everything, like, around Mm me. Like, I remember once it happened at a hotel on vacation. And, like, I could see my parents, like, in the room. Uh But then, like, I couldn't move. I couldn't get up and I couldn't speak. And it was just... I was like, "Oh, this is just happening," and then I never thought anything of it. But apparently, that's, yeah, until that's you sleep told me, because
0: I'm pretty sure what was happening was you were like on on like coming out of sleep paralysis because you do start to like develop like your consciousness comes back. But mm-hmm. um, so you the thing that like you said that reminded me that it was sleep paralysis was that you felt like something was like on your chest which most people have said that's what they experience a lot of people say it feels like a little like gremlin sitting on their chest it's like a weird feeling Mm. but it always feels like heavy there
1: yeah Um, for me it was always a round boulder like the one from indiana jones that's crazy like like just a huge freaking spherical boulder
0: but you could make like a sense of the fact that it was a boulder. Yes. Okay, speaking of making sense of like an image during sleep paralysis, my sleep paralysis, I've only had it once and it was very, very strange. So I was just like, I think I was sleeping. Yeah, I think it was in my bed. And um, what I felt was like this like very heavy breathing in my face. Like, Ooh. directly in my face. And it's it sounded like it was coming from, like, a snout of some sort. And that's when my brain put the pieces together because this thing, like, it was, like, breathing in my face. And then I, I couldn't get up. I was, like, panicking. I couldn't get up. And then I felt, like, hooves against me. Ooh. So it wasn't, like, my brain just knew they were hooves. And I'm, like, this is the weirdest thing because I don't believe in, like, any weird crap like that, really. Like, that, like, it's not, like... I don't know, but I didn't, I didn't read into it until, um, so, so that's, so that's what happened during sleep paralysis and then I came out of it and I knew it was sleep paralysis because I talked to a few people about it. And then shortly after that, I took a gothic horror class in school, in university, and Uh, We were reading up about the history of nightmares and my teacher put up like the first original painting of like sleep paralysis, like the first like idealized like concept sort of art of what it was. She put it onto Mm -hmm. the screen and she pointed out that there was this like dark horse figure in the back next to the person who was experiencing sleep paralysis. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, oh, I, was no. it like a horse? And then I realized that apparently that's where the term like nightmare comes from because mare means like horse, oh. if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, nightmare is like derived from that. So I'm like, what if it's because people have this common experience with like a horse during sleep paralysis and then they called it nightmare?
1: Oh, I don't. I mean, that's very interesting and I don't like it at the same time. <laughs>
0: it's creepy it's creepy but i was like astounded i sat there and i put the pieces together in my head and i was like what the hell dude like i experienced that exact sensation that she like put up on the board weird stuff and then the picture also had it was like this like old painting and the woman who is experiencing the sleep paralysis there was a horse in the back and then there was like this little gremlin figure on her chest so those are like common things people experience during sleep paralysis I guess uh, uh, I... I wonder if it's correlated with mental health I didn't look that up
1: I feel like I feel like it ha- like ugh, the brain is just so weird like sometimes your brain just screws you over and I feel like like it has to have mm-hmm. some effect on it
0: because when you're in a bad mental space like I think your brain's more like vulnerable to like weird and disturbing things like that you know what I mean
1: I will say there was a period of time where I would have like really intense dreams, like more like nightmarish dreams. And that was when I was like, like, I was super anxious about everything, but not just like, um, like life things. I was like, I just had, I think like, it wasn't even anxiety. I think like I had like paranoia, like mm-hmm. I would be, I couldn't sleep in the dark cause I would be like, okay, well, what's going to come like attack me and stuff. And this was also when like the killer clowns were like a thing. And I was like, oh, my God, oh. killer, <laughs> killer clown is going to come and like, like in the dark and stuff. And I just had such bad paranoia that I couldn't like stay asleep. And when I did sleep, it was like hell on earth. Like the dreams I was having was wow. just were just batshit insane. So I feel like, I don't know, like paranoia is obviously like, mm-hmm. like a whole like other thing, but I feel like mental like well-being <laughs> definitely like it has to have some effect on our dreams.
0: I definitely notice a difference between my like sleep and dream state when I have a really anxious period versus when I'm doing well like it's like it's like night and day completely Mm -hmm. like I feel like that in yourself you can see the correlation but then there's actually like known statistics about these things which leads me into some of the stuff I was researching for this episode so I'm gonna read those So I read up a statistic from, I think it's BanyanMentalHealth.com that said depression causes bad dreams for many people. One study found that 28.4% of participants with severe depression reported frequent nightmares and that depression was one of the strongest indicators of frequent nightmares. These depression nightmares can range from just plain scary to downright weird, which was what we were discussing and I have some like examples of dreams, but I'll read one more interesting psychological fact. So I read this article on mindpathcarecenters.com and from a A doctor named Michelle Carr wrote in Psychology Today that in the more benign case, the frequency and intensity of disturbing dreams may show a progression and resolution over time, whereas chronic nightmares are repetitive, persistent, and associated with lower psychological well-being, as well as histories of trauma or abuse. In fact, frequent and distressing nightmares, along with several other qualities of disturbed dreaming, such as changes in emotional intensity, increased bizarreness or unusual character interactions have been associated with specific psychological disorders including depression schizophrenia and personality disorder so they are very much directly linked in terms of mental well-being mental illness and dream behaviors so I just thought that was interesting to read and then also in my research I went into this uh, subreddit called r slash weird dreams so i found a couple oh. <laughs> i think there's like one funny one and two like kind of weird ones and one that i can relate to actually um so i thought that was kind of cool i'm gonna read them if that's okay do you want to read yes. one sev huh.
1: but your voice is so lovely
0: oh what <laughs> she's sweet with it okay i
1: um, <laughs> just threw it back on her
0: do you want me to read them you're cool with that?
1: Yes, you can read. Okay, both. I do things on this podcast. I swear, just not, just not the on-air <laughs> things.
0: This was just my like. This is just out of interest, honestly. Weird uh, reading people's weird dreams. I love going through creepy subreddit topics, like. I think um, not this one, but when I I read about like anomalies that happened and that happened in forests, this like forest ranger person did this whole subreddit about like weird things he's experienced in forests. It was so oh. creepy. It's so I don't creepy. Like, like that. <laughs> I don't like that. I know. I knew that <laughs> I couldn't like share it with Sev. She would just not read it. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so this is one of the frightening ones. Or unusual ones. I can't remember. But um, this was by Reddit user Eggplant and Strawberries. <laughs> um, Me too. And it says... <laughs> In the dream, I was like seven, and in the world we lived in, it was normal to throw a thread-like thing in the sky and pull out stars. The stars were like white beads and the same size too. So one day my mom told me to pull some stars from the sky. I went to the rooftop of my house, threw the thread in the sky and pulled it, but this person writes OMG, instead of the stars, I pulled the whole damn sun and it started getting closer. I cried and went to my dad and told him everything and he was like the world is going to end. Apparently our house could work as a rocket so we planned to escape the earth but I wanted to bring some snacks with me. I told my (laughs) older cousin and we both ran to the convenience store to get some but all of them were closed and that's when my mom woke me up. Uh, That was one of the funnier ones but I just thought it was such a weird thing like how does your brain piece together like it was common for you to throw like
1: rope into the sky and pull stars down. Like, yeah, it's like, um, it's just like, um, you have elements of like dystopia, but then you also just have real life elements. You're just like, what is this mashup? What is this collab? Yes, exactly.
0: It's like, does our brain get like it partly from like fiction we've consumed and then also just like real life instances? Like, I don't know. I feel like if you just I feel like people need to make movies out of their dreams, I swear. (laughs) It's probably been done, but... I think this one is a re... They said, reoccurring uncomfortable dream. So, this is by Reddit user surprisingly... (laughs) I didn't even read this person's username until now. Hold on. It's surprisingly moist fart. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) But that's the person's username, (laughs) so you have to say it. (laughs) Um, Anyway... Okay. So ever since I was young, in brackets, they said I'm now pushing 50. I have a dream that leaves me me a mental and physical zombie for the next few days. I feel like we've all had dreams like that. Sometimes I get them multiple times in a year, sometimes only once, but I always remember it when I have it. It's always the same. Black and white with water pouring down in a thin laminar stream of which I cannot see the source or where it's going. Just this thin stream of water that flows. I don't move or interact with it. It's just there from the top of my vision to the bottom. The only sound I hear is a steady droning hum that is hauntingly uncomfortable, not overwhelming or loud. Similar to a I don't know what he says, Teos hum, but steady and unchanging. Not sure what that is. That's it. Just those two stimulations and the sound. And the sight, no movement, no other visual or auditory inputs. I don't move. I don't speak nothing. When I wake, I feel like I've been beaten about my body and hands and feels like it's filled with stuffing, regardless if I've slept for four hours or ten hours. I can't concentrate. I'm irritable. Every muscle feels drained like I worked out for 12 hours straight. Nothing shakes it um what else have they said I have found no correlation to food drink environment or anything that seems to bring this dream on and I dread going to bed some nights with fear that the dream will happen isn't that so weird
1: oh I don't I feel like the more simple your dreams are sometimes the more unnerving they are
0: okay so what you said right there leads me into how I can relate to this you're absolutely right. The more simple they are, the more unnerving they are. Because when I was a kid, I had this reoccurring dream. Oh my God. I'm just piecing this together now. My dream was also like black and white. Whoa. It was like a really white. No, it wasn't black and white. It was literally just white. It was like this white background and this white sort of sphere Was just spinning really fast in the middle of the white space. And that's the only thing I could see. And I woke up crying every single time. Oh, I don't like that. And that's all the dream was. Nothing else happened. But every time I woke up, I would be in tears from just that image.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like, like not even simple. When there's just like only like one thing happening. So you have to focus on that one thing it's just like Mm -hmm. it's so uncomfortable like even if you were to experience that like oh oh my I almost said alive even if you're going to experience (laughs) that awake like that would just be like awkward
0: it is awkward I do you know what it is maybe it's because like you're being forced to look at something like Mm -hmm. weird for like a long period of time like you can't like it doesn't Change to anything else in the dream. So that like makes you kind of, it's like what people don't people like do like, like there's like torture scenarios where people have to stare at like the same screen for like Mm -hmm. significant periods of time. So it's like if it's in your dream, you don't know how long that's going on for. So your body psychologically or sorry, like even physically might be like, oh my God, what was I just looking at for like that many hours? I'm going to cry it out now because it was so weird.
1: Yeah. With no context too, no
0: context. And it's like, and then this guy's like, or sorry, it could be a woman or um, anybody, but they, they were like, they were saying that it like has this physical toll it takes on their body.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Like, and we were talking about the mental health aspect and how that plays into dreams. But then we also have dreams taking a physical toll on our physical health. It's Mm -hmm. like crazy. Um, I'm going to leave off with a light one. (laughs) think it's from reddit user um i don't know actually lola lazuli lapis (laughs) and the uh, the title of it is frog adjacent people cannibals Oh. Um, and they said LOL. So I had a dream where I was playing with <laughs> neighbors. I don't know them in real life, just random people. And we were having a competition to see who could catch the most flies. Except I guess I thought we were eating the flies. Anyway, I got the highest number, and anytime someone finished counting, I got up to get a glass of water. I noticed that every time I came back, someone was missing. Well, the next to last person counted and they had the least amount and they looked horrified. One of the neighbors literally opened his mouth like a frog and ate the dude. I was scared for my life, but I pretended to just chill and get more water. I knew that someone would hear me if I ran out the front door. So There was no time to screw up fiddling with the locks. So I excused myself a final time, decided that getting my shoes wasn't worth it, and I yeeted the fuck out of there. I tripped like an idiot, but used the concrete to propel myself forward and was basically frog jumping along. <laughs> I had almost made it out of the cul-de-sac when I heard laughing. The creatures were mocking me for thinking I could escape. And that's when I woke up with adrenaline racing through my veins. Okay, oh, that's not lighthearted. Like that. that was horrifying. I don't like
1: I don't like any dream where you become like another species. I've never had that. Have you? No, but I've heard of them and I'm like I would piss myself. Ew, like becoming like a yeah, like an animal or something mid-dream. Like if okay, it's one thing to be like human and then like a magical human or like a human with a Id- enhanced like powers or whatever but then it's like becoming like a whole mammal <laughs> oh.
0: no thank you Amph-
1: and a whole amphibian no thank you
0: and like the fact that they were just like this person was just coming to the realization that they could not leave this this space with these frog cannibal people i'm gonna end on a light-hearted one <laughs> Okay, honestly, I I forgot. So I read these like days ago and screenshotted <laughs> them for this episode and I totally forgot what they were. So it was like a shock to me to read them again. I thought that one was like <laughs> lighthearted and now I'm here like I oh, feel yeah, just so gross. Frogs.
1: I knew it was going to go downhill when the person said that they were eating the flies.
0: Shit. I want someone to make like a visual like art piece of these dreams. Um <laughs> You know what I mean? Like the one like pulling stars out of the sky and then the Oh frog yeah, like cannibals. that one would be That one would be
1: nice. But like <laughs> I don't know if I I would like killer cannibal frogs.
0: What about that laminar black and white stream of
1: water? Um, I think I'm okay with that as well. I think yeah. I'm okay
0: without it. <laughs> okay, well we can collectively, well, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Maybe I'll I'll do a quick sketch just kidding. I can't draw. Why am I acting like I can draw? <laughs> literally so bad at it I had to draw well, for an art class this semester or it's not even an art class it's a it's history of like art and the and classic like traditional art and I had to draw like a cave painter and it was honestly horrendous
1: I'm a very talented drawer thank you very much you are no <laughs> no oh. why would I be
0: <laughs> I don't know I don't think we've determined that
1: you literally saw a drawing I did like right before we start recording this. What was it? Oh
0: <laughs> yeah. That's probably gonna be on our Instagram. You guys probably would have already seen it because I'm gonna like make her put that in our Instagram post <laughs> this week. Um Okay, Sev. So, so that was kind of a wild, wild first half of the episode. But yeah, not first basically half. <laughs>
1: But dreams are a reflection of your mental health, and when your mental health's fucked up, your dreams are fucked up.
0: Yeah, and that's a damn fact. But it's so, okay, it makes
1: for entertaining content.
0: It really does. Sometimes. Like that's, I guess that's, that's like a positive thing to think about, is that you have some weird dreams that you can tell people about after you wake up from that terror.
1: Yeah, you gotta think like an influencer. What's gonna get me the most clout? <laughs> no oh, kidding okay. call out in real life <laughs> with your friends <laughs> okay. with you
0: yeah. um okay. hmm. <laughs> moving on moving <laughs> on uh we're gonna quickly do our brain rot for this week and we don't have much we have our regular songs and then i don't know i have a tv suggestion but it's not it's not an easy thing to watch <gasps> Should wait, I, I have a brain rot.
1: Okay, wait. I'll do my brain rot first because it's a transition from like the dreams, and then we can okay. transition into like actual brain rot. So okay, you do that. And another side effect of my shift sleeping is sometimes I'll just write down notes in the middle of the night, and uh-huh. none of these make sense. But I have this one note that I just really wanted to share because I'm really passionate about it. It's, <laughs> um, okay. It was written at one thirty a.m. on November twenty eighth, twenty twenty, and it's called "White People Culture I Like." And the only things (laughs) on this list are meatloaf, The Office, avocado toast, Panera bread, and scrambled (gasps) eggs on a hotel breakfast buffet. (laughs) So I just thought I'd put that out there. Scrambled
0: eggs. But the one,
1: no, scrambled eggs specifically from the hotel breakfast buffet. Specifically
0: from, got it. I see what you're trying to say. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. However, though. Panera is our shit when we're in in downtown, eh?
1: That's why it's white people culture I love. Yeah. I love Panera. Yeah.
0: Panera (laughs) is. I'll sit in that
1: bitch for hours.
0: Honestly, it's right across from our school and we just sit there and like just enjoy ourselves. God, those were the days.
1: Back in the day. (laughs) Back
0: in the day. Yeah, I had Panera. Remember that I had Panera the other day and I, it was right, we, we had to record and I was like in another town and my mom was oh. like, text Sev, we're going to be late. We were like in the Panera <laughs> drive through She's like, tell her right now. We're booking it from like <laughs> 30 minutes away and we were just getting our Panera because we were so desperate for it.
1: I love how at least one, one Brophy has my best interest in mind.
0: Oh, how dare you? You don't think I care? Oh my god! Well, she's kind of right, anyway.
1: <laughs> okay, now what was your TV show? <laughs>
0: um, yeah, my TV show this week is the show Invincible. Um, oh, oh, on I Prime. Oh, well, are you okay with gore?
1: Oh, never mind.
0: <laughs> um, it's literally one of the most violent shows I've ever oh, witnessed. Oh no! But I it superheroes. But it's an animation. Oh, It's very perplexing, but it does have the same gut-wrenching effect as, like, real life, I find.
1: Okay, I'll scope it out.
0: Scope it out. It's pretty vile, but it's, like, such a good story and such good characters that it's kind of worth the pain you're put through with that.
1: Maybe I'll just, maybe I'll read the Wikipedia page.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but Sev does that, but it's like, there's nothing, like, really watching the show. You can't just read the Wikipedia page and get by that way.
1: (laughs) Fucking try me, bitch.
0: Oh my god. Anyway, honestly, that show's fantastic. Um, it's just a really good cast of people. I think it's um J.K. Simmons plays Omni Man and Sandra O oh is the mom in that show, and she's a queen. Oh. So yeah. Oh, and then Stephen Yoon is invincible.
1: <gasps> oh. I love Steven Yoon.
0: Yeah. So really good cast, really good characters, really violent, but it's kind of worth it i don't know how to say it without sounding weird (laughs) but like just watch the show if you're interested um and okay so if you want to do your songs
1: oh yeah okay i only had two songs today and i literally have no reasoning behind these songs besides the fact that i just like them and they're on my playlist (laughs) gotcha they are moi by lolo Zouai, who is french <laughs> which nice. explains and there's like french in the song for the first time i heard it, i was like wow i'm so bilingual i understand the french in this song but it's just like a good song i like it the second is she one. like
0: is she actually french or like um from like uh france or french canadian
1: i think she's like from france but then she's like moved to america or something like she's french american oh. but she's definitely like french like french oh. cool and then the second song is called tired by jasmine soko who is from she's from singapore but i just i don't know she also she okay her thing her whole thing is that she sings with like she never shows like her whole face like she either sings with like these futuristic sunglasses on or like a futuristic mask and it's very like cyberpunk like robotic dystopian and i just i eat that shit up so
0: i love i just really like like that song I like when like celebrities have this like distinct like image thing that they do.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, it's really just, cool. Like some of like, yeah, like some people might argue it's a gimmick, but it's just like, oh, it's cool. I like it. I think
0: it's cool. Like I love like what Daft Punk did, RIP to their Oh, music. yeah, yeah. They, they uh, retired. I love them though. Their music is everything. But um, Daft Punk. Oh, we're not going to talk about the other one I was going to bring up, which is, Sia, but there's a lot of stuff going on with that. So we won't what's, get that into one, what's that one? that. What's that
1: one man that looks like a Lego marshmallow? Is that his
0: name? Oh, yeah, marshmallow. <laughs> a Lego marshmallow. <laughs> I guess it does kind of look like that, but yeah. Um, All right, cool. So those two,
1: what are your songs? Yes.
0: Um, So <laughs> I'm going to pull a fast one on you last week you mentioned Banks and you mentioned Drowning mm-hmm. so this week I'm just suggesting two Banks songs oh. <laughs> because uh I love 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 her music oh my god she's such a creative person um and the one that I'm suggesting was one that Spotify kept suggesting to me I just like kept ignoring it even though I love Banks's music it like would end up in my Discover Weekly like all the time and i just for some reason didn't listen to it and then the other day on a whim i just listened and i was like what the hell there was a reason spotify was suggesting this to me every week it's like such a good song um so it's the song Hawaiian Mazes by Banks and it's from her album 3 which that entire album is perfect start to finish um so i'm going to recommend two from that album so Hawaiian Mazes and the song Sawzall S A W Z A L L. Yeah, I think that's how oh. you would like pronounce it. Um, but God, they're very, very creative pieces of music. So God, how do you describe Banks genre?
1: Actually I'm gonna look it up just for It's like it's like I find it like dreamlike. Like I always when oh, I, to yeah. it, I feel like I transcend. <laughs>
0: that is her thing. I just want to see genre-wise what it's defined as. Alternative pop, alternative R&B, electronic, electro-pop, all that stuff combined together. Um, And, oh, it says literally trip-hop, which makes me think of, like, trippy, which it definitely is. Um, Mm -hmm. Like you said, dreamlike. So, yeah, she is... Fantastic artist, and since we brought her up last time, and Sev and I had the realization that we both liked songs from her, I was gonna suggest those. So go listen to those on the playlist Sev's music and my music. And uh, this has been episode eleven of Mine on Hiatus. Sleeps and weird dre- sleeps, Sleep and weird sleeps. dreams. <laughs> um, uh, so thanks for hanging out. This was a weird one, but like kinda interesting and creative. So I'm happy we got to discuss all this weird stuff. You
1: gotta keep y'all on your toes. <laughs> Squish exactly. up the topics now and then.
0: Exactly. And speaking of that, I just want to quickly say that Sev and I are going to be doing our last podcast episode for the next little while. Um, episode 12 will be our last podcast episode of Mine on Hiatus. And Sev, do you want to explain why we're kind of stopping?
1: Um, yeah, because we, well, obviously we'll have the summer, but... Even we need to take a little break and then we'll be going back into school, going back into like internships and stuff. So mm-hmm. we're probably going to take a little break. We might, I don't know, we might do a season two if people are interested, if we have yeah. things we need to say. Like it might not be as consistent as they have been, but we'll still definitely be here. Like you can definitely still message us, like ask us questions. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're just going to be taking a little break. Maybe what's what, what, what were we call? What's well, us call this a season finale. Season, <laughs> season finale. finale
0: season finale for another
1: hiatus
0: (laughs) it all came full circle guys look at this wow
1: but that's not till next week so don't get sad
0: (laughs) yeah don't get sad we're coming back next week for our final episode leaving off with some good stuff so thanks everyone for being here with us and this was episode 11 we'll see you next week Bye. bye